Hello, Guilty Feminist. This is Deborah. We're heading off to Australia and New Zealand, where we will be appearing live and recording an episode in Christchurch on the 11th of May, Auckland on the 14th of May, Wellington on the 15th of May, Adelaide on the 18th of May, Perth on the 20th, Sydney on the 23rd, Melbourne on the 25th, Brisbane on the 27th, and finally Canberra on the 28th of May. So get in and get your tickets now. They are going very fast. Please go to guiltyfeminist.com and just click on live shows for any of these events. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm a feminist, but... Hello, York! We're back! We're back inside of you, York, and it's wonderful to be here. I'm a feminist, but very recently I had a bad experience in a fitting room where I was trying to buy something that didn't look as good as I needed it to, and I got a bit upset. And then when I left the shop, I was walking away... And the woman who'd been serving me ran out of the shop after me like I'd left something behind. And she came up and went, I just need you to know that you're a really beautiful woman. And I just need you to know, but I need you to hear it and I need you to believe me. And she looked into my eyes and I hugged her. And all I could think was, oh my God, I hope she doesn't recognize me. (laughs) Like, oh, she's going to go back and say to her friends, like, I met her, but she's not what you'd think. Like... (laughs) Everything she tells us to do, and she's like, all those lovely, wonderful things. She's not like that. She's just crying on the floor of a fitting room like all of us. <laughs> it's just disappointing. I say recently, it was this morning. <laughs> I'm a feminist, but... Um, sometimes I um, resent how empowered Gen Z women are. Um, l- largely because I really feel jealous and that it's not fair that I had to spend my teens and 20s making a mountain of toilet paper in a loo because of how mortifying the thought was of another woman even hearing the trickling tinkle of your wheeling. <laughs> and then you find out that the new generation of women couldn't give a shit about it. They're so empowered that they'll be like... 
Does anyone want to borrow my moon car? It's massive! And then um, I feel the valley of levels of empowerment between me and them is too deep. I absolutely agree. And the way they love their bodies, yeah. cough. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> like, they just love all of their bodies. I'm learning from them, but resentfully. Well, of course they love all of their bodies, because their bodies are 12. <laughs> what's not to love I should have gone for an older age there I think I, I thought you meant you resented this bit's like, improvised at I thought you meant you resented like 21 year olds not yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was no, children do you know, I retract um, this I'm not with her no, no, and Jen said I, I just checked it's 10 to 24 so it wasn't as inappropriate as it sounded just give us a trip Jen said. No 12 year old out there with jowls give us a trip Jen said yeah listen to how empowered those cheers are yeah <laughs> It's delightful, please. We want it. We want to drink your blood. Yeah, it is. I just envy it. Sorry, I finished. <laughs> I'm a feminist, but... <laughs> so I'm recently single, right? And I found that, like, if I see that a man is losing interest in me, I'll let him explain crypto to me. <laughs> <laughs> that usually just gets it all back up. <laughs> I have done that more than once with the offside rule. Uh, it's, the, it's the best. It's like, oh, you don't like what I said. I don't get NFTs. <laughs> Tell me. I'm a feminist, but... Early on today in the dressing room, I think I did body shame Taylor Swift. Uh, I know, not in the way that you're thinking. But Jen said's a gasping. I know. I've lost the room already. But I was talking about how she used to be the love of my life. And, uh, and Deb said, why is she no longer the love of your life? And I said, because I found out she's way too tall. And being a short king, I just couldn't live like that. I still believe it's going to happen. Doesn't that just mean you're like the perfect height for motorboating? <laughs> I don't get that joke. The perfect height for what? Can you believe, we'll draw your diagram backstage. <laughs> I cannot believe can you explain this to me. I'm a feminist, but can you explain it to me backstage? Because I think it's rude. We'll see how the night goes. A motorboating. Oh, I've just understood it. Yeah, because I mean, everyone in this audience was like, surely not with a rack like that, Deborah. You must be at least book smart on it. <laughs> I don't actually have. Fuck off. <laughs> they are D, they're a small D. They're a D minus, I'm telling you. And for my frame, they could pass be... at GCSE. <laughs> Is it my turn? It's your turn, babe. Uh, I'm a feminist, but... When I bought my first car, guys, first person in my family to buy a new car, literally the most shameful thing that my father could think of as a used car salesman. Um, and he is everything you're thinking is... Um, and racist. Um, <laughs> when I was signing the paperwork, the man selling the car to me says, um, so, so what title should I put down? Miss, Mrs or Ms? And I said, Ms. And he said, oh, you look a bit young for that. And what I should have said was, for what? Feminism. But what I said was, thank you. <laughs> Are we ready to start the show? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Guilty Feminist York. Big round of applause for Jessica Foster-Pugh, Grace Petrie, Celia A.B. and Kerry Pritchard-McLean. Four incredible women we'll be seeing a lot more of this evening. Now this is the bit where the, this goes on a bit if 
I'm honest. I, I feel like we should start playing it a bit later. There you go. There you go. Um, hello, York. Look, we're back in person. Uh, and here we are. I want to touch somebody. <laughs> Thank you. It's not, don't worry, it's not a biblical healing. It's... But I do, I do have an incredible cape. Not all superheroes wear capes, but a lot of us do. And uh, I wear this mostly because I want you to feel you've had your money's worth. You know, you've come out. Some of you have booked a babysitter. I, you know, I want to make an effort. Um, if you want one of these, Despicable Daisy on Etsy. I only, I, I'm not advertising for her, just people ask. People tweet every night. I'm saving you time. Um, just give us a cheer if you listen to The Guilty Feminist. Give us a cheer if you don't know what you're at. Hey, notice how those cheers do sound less feminist. <laughs> less empowered. That is, uh, is very true. So this is a podcast about our noble goals as 21st century feminists and our hypocrisies and insecurities which undermine them. That's right, my friends. Uh, and tonight, we are here recording live in York. Um, we're very, very, very excited to be here. I wanted to start the show by asking, has anybody done an act of feminism recently? And I ask this with a caveat. I'm going to ask you for an act of feminism that you would feel would intimidate nobody. An act, of, an act of feminism that anyone in this room could leap over. An act of feminism that will encourage others to say, oh, I can definitely do better than that. Uh, has anyone done a, such a mini act of feminism they'd be happy to tell us about? Oh. Stop being a okay, you got your 13-year-old son to stop being a dickhead. Could I ask further questions? Already, already they're very happy about it. In what ways was this dickheadery manifesting itself? Yes. He's very, very into her and wants her to spend all of her time with him. So when they spend time in a group, he is kind of monopolizing her time together. And she messages him to say, hey, I, I like you, but I also like my friends, and we can do both. And he basically immediately started telling her that she felt really terrible and he was such a bad boyfriend. She cried, and I told him he was being a dickhead and he was. <laughs> So, just for the people at home, what's your name? Emmy. Emmy um, just told a story that her 13-year-old son got a girlfriend, was dominating her time. She politely texted and said, I need to spend time with other people as well. He cried and said, I'm a terrible boyfriend. And Emmy said, stop being a dickhead. <laughs> Did... <coughs> I want to hug him a bit, though. <laughs> Does anyone else want to hug him a bit? I feel like, no. Women down here are saying, no hugging. He needs to know. Has he, has he sort of gone now, okay, I see, and is he being more balanced? He has, and then she messaged him to say, you're not talking to me enough. Oh, my God. Oh, my. He did, and now she texted and said, you're not talking to me enough? And what is he doing now? child is trying to be as nice as possible. He's setting reminders on his phone. I'm, I'm a feminist, but I'm totally on his side. Like, I'm 100% with this boy who is... Who is I've, I do feel we need to be, you know... But listen, well done in saying, like, it's not all about you. You know, if you're in a relationship with somebody, you have to give. 
as well as take. That, that is a, that's a great thing. But also make sure that he knows that he's allowed things too. Like he can break up with her if he wants. <laughs> you don't think that will happen. They're going to get married. <laughs> they're, they're 13 and done. <laughs> well done, Yorkshire. <laughs> um, uh, what was the other one? You, you made a poster about how to go for a wee in the wild. <laughs> People loved that one. People love that one. Uh, I think that's, that might be the most perfectly pitched one I've ever heard. Because sometimes people go, uh, we were recently in Canterbury, and somebody put up a hand and she said, I've just co-founded. I said, I'm going to stop you there. Because that's intimidating immediately. Most people will never co-found anything. Okay? And then sometimes people say, like, you know, I only shaved one leg. Um, and I feel like it's... Is, is it an act of feminism, really? I think that's perfectly pitched. We all feel it's accessible, but none of us thought to do it. <laughs> it's lovely. So why did you make this poster? Is this for women and other people who are sans penises to squat? It's much harder. I mean, the poster is for everyone, but it's, it's much harder to be outdoors if you have the fully Okay, so just to say for the listeners at home, it's a lot harder if you're a person who has to squat and or menstruate. So uh, there's a poster on the back of the door. Now, does anyone have any follow-up questions here? Because I do. What's best practice? I really wish we didn't have a guest tonight now, because I feel like this would be the dream. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? I have follow-up questions as to what's best practice, what should I be doing, should I be called upon to urinate rurally? <laughs> if that were a thing. I'm not a very rural person, I'll be honest. I'm not very, you know, I'll go for a walk in the country and enjoy that very much, especially in lovely Yorkshire. Love it, love it, absolutely. But I, I won't walk very far from a lavatory. I'll walk, I'll walk in, a, in, a ra- in a lavatorial radius. Does anyone else feel that? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Who's the, if you just give us a cheer if you're the kind of person that needs to know how to urinate further away because you might go wild. <laughs> There's a lot of people who need your services. I feel like this... I don't know how easy it is for you to get to me, but I feel like I want to hear with the mic. Is there any chance you could come down and I could like, sit on the edge of the stage? <laughs> down. It's, I don't think it's easy for you to get up, but... Oh, is it? Oh, great. Oh, oh, there, oh there's stairs there. Um, <laughs> excellent. Come forward, come forward. What's your name? <laughs> What's your name? Jill. Big round of applause for Jill, everybody. Okay. Um, you're wearing a feminist t-shirt, Tilly Takeover 2022 Women's Edition, What's that? Um, it was a women's skydiving event to encourage women into skydiving. Cause of course it was. <laughs> you skydived. I have skydived. But you might have noticed you probably had a male instructor, a male pilot, a male cameraman. There aren't that many women in the world of aviation. So this event was to encourage more women to do that as well. 
Absolutely, absolutely wonderful, because it's true. The whole crew were men, and they kept making jokes that were like, uh, just, there were jokes that were like... Um, Yes, absolutely. What a great way to describe their jokes. Funny in the 80s. It was, but it was things like, oh, uh, they were joking about how sometimes Mike doesn't open the parachute. If he's feeling, you know, it's sort of not like sometimes he doesn't, but like we all, we've all been waiting for the day he's not going to open the parachute. He's been really down today. His dog died. And I'm like, if you're strapped to Mike, which I was, that is not that hilarious. I'll be honest. That's, you're just like, please stop saying it. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. Okay, you really have to stop now. And they wouldn't. They, thought, they, they took that as a cue, like a little brother, to escalate the jokes. So I'm delighted you're doing that. I would, do you jump out of planes? Yeah, I've done about 700 skydives. Could I do one with you? I'm not an instructor, but I do have friends who are women that you could go and skydive with. Really? I could do a lady drop? <laughs> yeah, with, with a lady. So we had a lady pilot and everything. Did you? So, so the whole crew. Could we do a guilty feminist sort of collaboration? Because I would jump again. I would jump again. I absolutely loved it. Um, so could this, we've. You were so interesting that we've got you here to talk, to talk about one thing, and we're actually talking about another. Just come. Just. Come and sit down. Stuart's saying we don't have time. Oh, no, he's not. He's saying have a microphone. Come and sit down, Jill. Is, is he bringing us a microphone? I don't know. We, we will have a... No. Okay, let's just keep going. Okay, so now you're up here. Is there any way we could demonstrate? Thank you so much, Stuart. How, what's the way to pee, to pee in the wild if you're a woman or, or another sort of person who needs to squat? Um, so the first thing you need to do is to find a sheltered position. Sure. So, key. Uh, behind a wall or a bush is good. Yes. Um, and then, important things to consider, put your bottom downhill of your feet. Oh. So you don't end up in a puddle. Great tip. Um, or, if you're someone who wees standing up, you have to think about the wind direction because you don't want it to blow up back at you. <laughs> thus, thus the idiom pissing in the wind. <laughs> Um, and then you have to squat, which is the hardest bit of the whole process. Okay. Do, I mean, you're in a denim skirt, so you may not want to show us now. But what's the, what's the deal with that? Um, you basically, you, you need to squat to get your, your bottom as far back as possible so you don't wee on your own clothes and your own shoes. Mm. Um, so you might also want to, we put on our poster, um, that you might want to pull your clothes forwards a little bit as well. So it's clothes forward, yeah. bum back. Exactly. <laughs> But downhill the wrong way. Yeah. I, see, I already see a scene in a sitcom that's beginning. So you can. Mm. If there's a handy tree. Mm. You might want to brace yourself against the tree for some support. Okay, so squat and brace. Yeah. Okay. These are, no, these are very useful suggestions for all the people who cheered and said they would be peeing outdoors. I will never be doing this, Jill. Like, never. Skydiving, but not weeing in the wild. I would rather pee falling out of a plane, honestly. <laughs> I am not at all interested in peeing outdoors, but, but I am interested in feminism. Yep. The, some of these people here are natural campers. And it's, it's why they live in beautiful Yorkshire, no doubt. So we put the poster on the internet yes. for anybody to download for free so they can all have the advice. Oh, great. Okay, so where do we go if we want to see it, the pictures and the diagrams? You go to the Cranedale Centre website, which is Cranedale, uh, yeah. cranedale.com. 
Braindale.com. That's my colleague cheering me. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, and you have to find the download section, and it's in the student downloads because we work with lots of young people. Feels like you've buried it quite deep. <laughs> I, I feel it should be on TikTok with videos. Can you tell that uh, the top of our business is not females? Oh, okay. So what we're going to need is some of you funky Gen Zs to make TikTok videos where you extract this information but direct people back to their website. Will anyone volunteer to do that? Look at our Facebook page. Look at our Facebook page. Okay. Craindale Facebook page. It was Crane. Uh, how do we pl- how do we spell it? Like the bird, the crane. Yeah. And then Dale, like the Yorkshire Dales. Okay, great. So look at Craindale. But if any if any young child person would make it into a TikTok video with say maybe maybe turn it into a dance. <laughs> These are just suggestions, gang. But I hear they're very popular on the tick and the talk. Um, Jill, you've been phenomenal. Thank you very much. Big round applause for Jill. We have never done that before. We've never ever had anybody out before. But it was too good to pass up. Now, I'm going to need some help um, from, and I, it's got to be a straight cisgendered man, and I'll tell you why. Um, we are, I've, I've started trying out experimentally something called Human Google. So say we need to know something really quickly, uh, we, we ask Human Google. And the reason it has to be a cisgendered straight man is I tried to get women to do it and they wouldn't interrupt. So I would come back to them ages later and go, did you find out? And they'd go, oh yes, but I didn't like to say because you were doing something else. Now what I found is if I get a straight man to do it, he has absolutely no problem with just going, I found it, even if it's in the middle of a punchline. Doesn't care. Um, So I'm going to need a man to volunteer, a straight man to volunteer, um, a man who... Uh, likes to be right and doesn't mind interrupting. Any volunteers? Yeah, I, yeah I've, I've literally never had to wait longer than a half a second. So you've said yes to that? You enjoy that? You enjoy those things? Okay, what's your name? Matthew. Matthew. Okay, great. And Matthew, this is how human Google works. Um, if, if you've got a good reception in here, we just get you to Google things, but the reception's not very good in here, so it's like this instead. I'll ask you a question, Matthew, and you will, do, you will answer with the first thing that comes into your head, but very authoritatively, and we will accept that as a fact. <laughs> because that's how Google works anyway, isn't it? Let's be absolutely honest. Just, if you, just give us a cheer if you ever have to do research in your job. Give us a cheer if you accept what's on Google. That's how the world works now. So, Matthew, um, I will remember you. I will think of you as Matthew Perry, like Chandler. If I call you Chandler, that's one of your names now. Um, so, Matthew, uh, for example, who wrote A Room of One's Own? That's what we will now accept as fact. Of course, we know it was, in fact, Virginia Woolf, of course. But don't worry about that. And that was a really good guess. It could have been her. I think that was a good, that was an educated guess wasn't it? We didn't say Dr. Seuss. You're an English teacher. (laughs) Matthew. That's a horrific, horrific guess. That is... (laughs) Sylvia Plath is rolling in her bell jar. I'm telling you that for sure. Now, Matthew, I'm shocked. Matthew, do you have any camera experience? Great. Okay. So two of our acts tonight, Kiri Pritchard-McLean and Jessica Foster-Q, both need their set recorded for a, a really big, glamorous, fancy gig that they're up for. 
But they don't just want, you know, me kind of going like that in the wings. They need a proper cameraman to come and film it for them on their phone. So, Matthew, that's you. (laughs) And the reason that's you, normally I would obviously open it up to the crowd if anything like this happened. But because you're an English teacher who doesn't know the difference between... An English teacher who's obviously a feminist, because you're here. Are you, in fact, a feminist? Don't applaud him before he said he is. The bar is so low for men. He's here! He came! Oh, God! He's picked up his own baby! Oh, he's an amazing feminist! Stop applauding him! He didn't know Virginia Woolf! Jesus Christ, the bar is low for men. Matthew. Um, I, would you call yourself a feminist? You're trying. It's not the right answer, Matthew. (laughs) If I were at a men's rights activist conference and someone pointed at me and said, are you a men's rights activist? I'd be like, yes, I fucking am. I love more rights for men. The the confidence of a man to go, not really. In this room, you could be killed. There's enough of us. If we just did a slight crush in your direction, no one would go down for it, Matthew. We wouldn't be... Now, Matthew, you're trying to be a feminist. You're doing your best. Are you? If one of your English students said they were doing their best, but they thought that Charles Dickens had written Fifty Shades of Grey, would you be like... Would you be like, a B, a B, fine, six out of ten? No, you wouldn't. You'd be like... Get out of my classroom. Go and look. Come back when you know the name of the author, wouldn't you? Yeah, okay, great. So, Matthew, you are now in charge of filming. Have you genuinely had any experience filming? Uh, photography. Photography, okay, but you can hold, you think you can hold it? Well, you know the angle? You, you're overstating your credentials again, Matthew, and it's. Are you good? Okay. Does anyone think they're going to be better than Matthew? Yes? Is, it, is that a woman? Yes? You're going to be better than Matthew. Has anyone got video experience? Yeah, you have. Okay. All right. Jess, do you want it to be funny because it's Matthew, or do you want it to be good because this woman is a videographer? Good. Okay, what's your name? Ali. Ali. And you, you've done this before? Okay, Matthew just said yes. And it turned out he just takes selfies. Have you done this professionally? Only for work. That is the definition of professionally. That's what professionally means. I, I don't... Uh, women, really, we, we've got to sort this shit out. There's so much work to do. We are... N- I mean, Rovers has weighed on the horizon and we've got to be... Come on, people. All right, so Ali, have you done this professionally? Yes! Yes, you have. So, Ali, would you, would you mind... I don't know, where would you like her, Jess? Just where she is. Stuart's saying where you are. But we've got to get your phone back to her, yeah? Yeah, okay. All right, feminism will get the phone back to you. The sisterhood will take it back. You're actually in a good place to shoot this, I think. Okay, can I have your phone? I'll, Stuart's doing it. Stuart's doing it. The patriarchy's here. Okay. All right. So, Stuart, do you, where are you? I can't see, Stuart. What's happening? Yay! Come on, Stuart. 
All right, so that's where Ali is. Now, Ali, we need to know you are recording and you feel comfortable because I don't want you going, oh, no, I didn't really get it because I, but I didn't like to say. I don't want that. <laughs> Ali, who's your friend? Donna. Donna, you seem very authoritative when it comes to Ali. I'm, sh I'm sure you apologise left, right and centre for yourself, but you believe in Ali. So can you make sure quality control, that if Ali doesn't know what she's doing, or something goes wrong, you just shout out, okay? Because it's important. This is, the, this is feminism at work. Together we're going to get Jess Foster Q an incredible job. A job that means she's going to get paid a lot of money and flown to a very glamorous location. A job that means she gets time off from her small child. Do we understand the stakes? Okay, all right. Are we ready? Is it going? Is it recording? Is it red? Oh, and she's put the light on. She does know what she's doing. Okay. <laughs> Gang, I'm very excited to tell you that at the end of this year, we're coming up to seven years old. That's right. We are having an enormous, great big monumental, guilty feminist party and show at the Hammersmith Apollo. Yeah, like we're live at the Apollo is, but it's all guilty feminist comedians, acts and exciting guests. I can't even tell you about yet. Um, now, it's going to be on the 1st of October on a Saturday night. Come one, come all. Uh, so get your WhatsApp groups together. Get tickets now before they all go uh, because it's going to be a one-night festival of feminism fun and refuel for the resistance. If you like Michael McIntyre's Roadshow, if you like Graham Norton, if you like Jules Holland's Later, imagine those three men were women and then imagine those women were allowed on the television and then imagine they were allowed to invite other women to join them and you would have an idea of how incredible this show is going to be. We are going to have some pop sensations. We are going to have some comics you know and love from The Guilty Feminist and the telly and some guests we've never, ever had on before. So please book now. We will be releasing more information soon. If you'd like to get a ticket now, go to guiltyfeminist.com and click on live shows. It's our birthday. You absolutely don't have to bring a present, but I'm not stopping you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you ready for some stand-up comedy? Yeah. 
please welcome to the stage a guilty feminist, absolute favourite, a legend. You will have seen her on QR, you will have seen her on Live at the Apollo, but now you are seeing her live here at the York Barbican at the Guilty Feminist. Put your hands together and make incredible woohooing noises for one of my very favourite comedians in the world is Jessica Foster Q. <laughs> What a puppet! Seamless, very natural, seamless. Um, hello, York. <laughs> it's nice to be back doing this again, isn't it? Yes, bit bloody lovely. Um, so nice to all be squidged in all together on mass again. I think it is. I don't know if this is controversial, but I don't think that human beings were designed to be a bit scared for two years. <laughs> Um, everybody's had a bonkers last three years. I've had an extraordinary amount of change in the last three years. It's about that time ago, I managed to leave a nine-year relationship. Um, that's a happy thing. It had gone to crumbs, dust, not even the ghost of a friendship left in there. Uh, <laughs> but it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to leave a nine-year relationship. Because after nine years, everything's tangled up, isn't it? Finances were tangled up with him. I'd had a kid with him. Living situation was tangled up with him. Leaving him also involved, leaving my sexuality as I then knew it. Social life tangled up with him. Work stuff tangled up with him. Still, I managed to leave that relationship. Why can't I leave a WhatsApp group? <laughs> I can't. Eventually, it's going to have to get to the stage where I'm in the mall. <laughs> Nine years is a long time, though, um, to be out of the dating game. And, oh, it had changed. Crumbs alive, it had changed in nine years. I hadn't expected it to go 100% online. I knew it might go like a load more online, because that's obviously the way the world is going, but not 100%, because young people in here won't know this, but in the olden days, <laughs> if you met your partner on the internet, you were a freak. <laughs> and now it's the law. You've got to have a whole CV, haven't you? You've got a whole exhibition of photographs of yourself looking sexy during hobbies. <laughs> you, you're not allowed. If you dare, now, if you dare approach a stranger in real life. Young people, IRL. <laughs> Say, you know, at them something like, please, may I fancy you? <laughs> they're, they're allowed to ring the police. Online dating's a minefield as well, though. It's so complicated. There's so many issues with it. Dick pics, for a start. Everyone's getting pics of dicks they don't want. Oh, God, as if there could be a more glaring example of how feminism's work is yet to be finished, for crying out loud. <laughs> Some comedian friends of mine are telling me they get upwards of ten dicks. They didn't last four per week. That's so many dicks. That's so many pics of dicks. Unbelievable to me that there are still men in the universe that think she'd probably like a look at... No, what is... I can't believe that. But more troubling, perhaps, than all of that um, is why have I never got one, though? And it's not an invitation. It's not an invitation. But it does, when it's apparently so prolific, <laughs> it does make you think, oh, what vibes am I, am I giving out? <laughs> This is not like I don't get any contact from strangers. I do, but it's sort of... Like, the other week I got an email. I mean, that says it all, doesn't it? I got an email. Um, I got an email. I got an email, right, from a man called Tony. Um, and it said, it said, Dear Jess... Dear Jess, I really like some of your work. So I'm writing a short film, and I'd like you to do a part of it to make it funnier. Um, I've got a budget of £40. I need to talk to you about this today or tomorrow. Tony. Um, 
And I found that so insulting. Oh, I'll be honest, oh, I'd rather see a picture of his horrible little widge. <laughs> That's awful. And I wish I could channel the confidence of younger women when it comes to online dating. I think I struggle with the fact that you're meant to be so sure of what you are and want, <laughs> aren't you? And the confidence, I've got, I'm very lucky, I've got two uh, Gen Z sisters. I wish I could be as fierce as them. One of my sisters started university recently. Before, before she went, I took her for lunch, right? And nothing makes you feel old, like when you catch yourself saying to a 19-year-old, so are you seeing anyone? <laughs> <laughs> it's taking one at the moment. Um, and how cool is this? 19, she went, oh, God, no. She went, I find boys my age pathetic. <laughs> she went, I'm just going to have, like, a hot girl summer. <sighs> <laughs> what is that? I've Googled it, and I'm not sure anyone knows. Um, but, but from what I can see, it looks exhausting. Um, and I'm not sure if it's appropriate for me. I think perhaps I'm just going to aim for, like, a warm woman's spring. <laughs> but with the old dating, I decided to try and be honest. I think you've got to try and be honest. But, you know, I say that. I tried to be honest, but also I did... I did also want to get picked. <laughs> you don't get fancy, don't you? Get swiped up or whatever it is. You, I wanted to get chosen. I, I did want that, but how to? You know, how do you be honest about like having a young child and being a stand-up comedian whilst also making yourself sound like a catch? <laughs> I'm available for sexy dates between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. <laughs> My lexicon is so sanitised by parenthood that the other night I said goodbye to a taxi driver by going, "Nan, night, sleep well." <laughs> <laughs> and the biggest slap around the face I got that dating was going to be different this time round nine years on with my life where it is now was this right so historically whenever I've been single I've really enjoyed putting it about <laughs> fucking loads of people um, no shame in that it's 2022 borderline pride arguably I'd say no one was harmed in the making of that fun yum yum in my vagina um, <laughs> But it's meant that once or twice in my life I've had to do the awkward but responsible thing of phoning someone up and saying, well, one of us has given the other one some kind of STI. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing, isn't it? But it's only the only grown-up thing to do. Well, this time round, I genuinely had to phone someone and say, I'm so, I'm so sorry, but um, I'm pretty confident I've given you nits. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's the one I'm engaged to now, so that's nice. <laughs> Thanks. Amazingly, I am actually going to leave you on that. Um, you've been so lovely. You've got the most incredible lineup. Have a lovely evening. Thank you, particularly Ali. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Jessica Foster, everybody. And Stuart, in record time. Has take, how did the recording go? I, it, it, you think you've got it? Excellent. I feel like you should get a free drink or something because I just realised we made you work during the show. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I feel like I don't want you to think you've been treated like a human tripod. For the, but it is feminism because Jess Foster Cube probably going to get that job now because of you. She'll do some kind of shout out at that point to you on the podcast and it'll come back to you in some way. But would you like a free drink? Yeah. Okay. Is there a bar? <laughs> There must be. It's the Barbican. It's fancy, isn't it? Yeah, the Barbican's posh, isn't it? No. In London, the Barbican's posh. Is it not posh in York? 
I was told it was posh and that's why I came. I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have agreed if I'd known it wasn't posh. Who said that? Do you know what I don't like, though? I don't like is that... Uh, I like, love it here, Barbican. Thank you. Have me back, please. But, and you've all been so lovely. But I don't like how high raised the stage is because all the people sitting here in the front row, I know that what you have is the same view I have when I accidentally open my camera phone the wrong way. Go, oh my God! Do I really look? That's how you. And I need you to know that I'm about 85% more attractive than you think. I, Jill, I'm more attractive up here, aren't I? Thank you. There you go. That's, that's absolutely true. Although, actually, Jill, how high are you up are you? Because the people up there, I think, have that lovely selfie angle. Like that. When I'm very successful, I'm only going to play places with stalls and a dress circle, and the stalls will not be available for sale. <laughs> so everyone on the dress circle. Is it Amy? Ali. Ali. Ali, sorry. I'm quite named dyslexic. It's the only thing I have a problem with. I get names mixed up, so don't. You can't say anything. <laughs> Um, Ali, I got you a drink. It's Prosecco. Do you want that? Okay, great. Um, Feminism will have to get it to you. The sisterhood will have to get it there. Could you please pass this back to Ali? Yeah. No, listen, I believe in the power of the sisterhood. But also, I thought Jill should have one, if Ali has one, because Jill actually, you know, was a proper guest. To be honest, Jill should probably be paid... But I don't have that in my budget. So, uh, could, uh, where are you, Jill? Okay. Shall I throw it? <laughs> Do you want to come down and get it, or could someone pass it back? Could you take it? Could you get that? Could the sisterhood get that to Jill? Thank you so much. Um, Matthew, I would have got you one, but you didn't know Virginia Woolf. So, I didn't. But I will get you one if you can name me three Virginia Woolf books. The stakes have just been raised for feminism. Matthew, are you still there? Has Matthew left? I don't care. That would be... I mean, I, I'd understand if he left at interval, and I think he will, but I... I <laughs> but he's an English teacher, I know. I know that's why I'm saying he should know three Virginia Woolf books. So, Matthew? Room for One's Own. Well, that's a cheater one, because that's the one you didn't know. I'm going to need three... Go on, what are the other two? The Lighthouse, yes. No champagne for you. Okay. <laughs> and you human Google and everything. I mean, it's an outrage, Matthew. No, seriously, Matthew, we love you and we know that you will change. Um, <laughs> So that was the first half. Join us for part two, which should be in your feed right now.